0: CHAPTER 18 The next day, we went ahead with the mission. I flew cover overhead while four gray wolves ran beneath me. We timed it so we would arrive in the area very early in the morning, many hours before the yerks would arrive to hunt intruders. "'So let me get this straight, Tobias,' Marco said. "'You're taking us to a bear cave, as in big grizzly bears, and this is a good thing?' "'Not grizzlies,' Cassie interrupted. "'Not in this area.' We'd be talking black bears. They're much smaller. Swell! I am totally reassured. Just a small bear cave. The bears are long gone, I said. There are just a few bears around, and this cave is empty. Trust me, I spied it out yesterday. I've seen raccoons and skunks running in and out of there. They wouldn't be doing that if they were bears. Excuse me, Jake? Did Tobias just say skunks? I must have heard wrong, because only an idiot would think hanging out with skunks is a good idea. Not going to hang out with skunks, Jake said patiently. The skunks don't live there, I said. They just run in there to get away from predators. I didn't have to explain any more. I think everyone guessed how I knew that skunks ran in there to get away from predators. Look, it's close to the lake, but I don't think the Yorks know about it, I said. Sorry, but there wasn't a convenient Marriott hotel where I could get you a room for the night. So that means no room service either? Marco asked. Well, okay. As long as this cave gets cable, the big game's on ESPN tonight. I was carrying a tiny nylon pouch that Rachel had put together. It was tan in color, so a casual observer wouldn't notice it and wonder why a red-tailed hawk was carrying luggage. In the sack was a small watch. It weighed almost nothing. There were also some fish hooks, fishing line, and a small lighter. Altogether, it only weighed about two ounces. But it did slow me down a little. We reached the cave with plenty of time to spare on the two-hour deadline. "'This looks lovely,' Marco said, looking at the thorns and a scrub brush around the cave entrance. "'I haven't really been inside,' I admitted. I landed outside the entrance. The opening to the cave was no more than two feet across and about four feet high. It was easy for Jake and Rachel, in their wolf morphs, to leap nimbly through. Unless there really was a bear inside, they would scare off whatever might be in there. "'Empty,' Rachel reported. "'Nothing in here but a couple of spiders and a scared mouse.' I decided to try a joke. Chase him out here. I'm hungry. Only Marco laughed. The others all acted like I'd said something embarrassing. Maybe I had. Let's morph back, Marco suggested. One close call with being trapped as a wolf is plenty for me. I'll go look around, I said. Sometimes I didn't like being there when they morphed. A few minutes later, they all came out. Marco was complaining as usual. You know, we really have to figure out how to deal with the shoe situation, he muttered. Thorns and no shoes. Not a good combination. The four of them were barefoot and dressed only in their morphing outfits, leotards for the girls, bike shorts and tight t-shirts for Jake and Marco. We need to gather firewood, Jake said, with his hands on his hips. It wouldn't hurt to warm that cave up a little before the yirks get here. Don't you love it when Jake's all masterful like that? Rachel teased. I'm just trying to get us organized, Jake said defensively. "'We'd better get started fishing,' Cassie pointed out. "'If we don't catch a fish, we're pretty much wasting our time.' The plan was to morph into fish to enter the Yerks ship's water pipes. Of course, in order to morph into something, you first have to acquire it, which means being able to touch it. "'Shouldn't be a big problem,' Jake said confidently. Uh "'Uh-huh,' Cassie said dryly. "'And how many times have you gone fishing?' "'Counting this time?' (laughs) "'Once.' He laughed. Cassie rolled her eyes. "'Typical suburban boy,' she said affectionately. "'It isn't all that easy.' "'Then you guys better get started,' I advised. "'I'll go look around.' "'Take care of yourself, Tobias,' Rachel called out as I took wing. I watched from on high as they made one failed attempt after another to convince a fish to bite one of our hooks. It seemed ridiculous, but the entire plan was hanging on the question of whether or not we could catch a fish." and time was running out. The day wore on. Still no fish. Jake was getting edgy. Rachel was downright cranky. And Marco? Forget Marco. This is ridiculous, he raged. We're four, I mean five, fairly intelligent human beings, and we can't outsmart one fish that probably has an IQ of four? Cassie was the only one remaining calm. Fishing is a matter of skill and luck, she said placidly. A smart fisherman learns not to become frustrated. Jake looked at the little watch we'd brought along. From what we know, the irks will start arriving in an hour to clear the area. Rachel nodded. Even if we catch a fish now, we won't have time to test the morph. Maybe we should back off for today, I suggested. You really ought to test out the fish morph. You guys all know how much trouble a morph can be at first. Jake shook his head firmly. I don't think so, Tobias. We'd have to wait till we had another day off. Tomorrow's no good because I have stuff with my parents. So does Marco, which means we'd have to wait a whole week. So we try again next weekend. What's the hurry? The hurry is that the Yerks can't keep coming to the same lake forever. Sooner or later, the level of the water will start dropping from them taking so much. They must use one lake for a while, then move on to another. It could take us forever to find where they move to next. It made sense, but that didn't make me feel any better about it. This is the first water animal any of us have morphed. You guys don't have any idea what it's going to be like. I know, Jake snapped. Look, Tobias, I know it's not exactly ideal. Ha! Cassie yelped. She yanked at the line she was holding. I believe we may have a fishy. It took just a few seconds to haul in the fish. Trout, she said, looking it over as it flopped in the shallow water. The hook was poked through its lip. It was about ten inches long, not very big. The four of them stared blankly at it. We have to become that, Marco asked. It's a fish, Cassie said. What did you expect? Marco shrugged. I don't know. Something more like jaws. This is just a fish. I mean, we could clean him and eat him with a little lemon juice, maybe some fries on the side. The others turned and gave him a dirty look. Cassie reached down into the water and took hold of the squirmy gray thing. She concentrated. Her eyes closed halfway. She was acquiring it. The fish DNA was being absorbed into Cassie's body. The gift of the Andalite. The curse of the Andalite. The power to morph.